Listener Production. Where the sneaky cinnamon scroll you just have to have. Even though you already ate a big breakfast with extra hash browns and three coffees. You'll eat until you explode. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Oh, one of those pathetic days yesterday after the show where I had a real hunkering for some a big piece of Taiwanese fried chicken. <laughs> Is that one of those ones? Just fried like, a, and in an absolute frisbee of a schnitt. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and you eat it from a paper bag. And the thing is, it's across the street from like the Sydney studios. And yeah. I got really embarrassed. I didn't want anyone from work to see me. <laughs> so, and there were, there's no benches around the place. So I, I like, I really went walking to find a hiding spot and I ended up, I ended up finding a hiding spot out the front of like, you know, one of those like Dungeons and Dragons, Warcraft kind of yeah. game shops. Yeah, <laughs> the problem I... is you're putting yourself in an even more compromising <laughs> position. <laughs> I know. Now people from work are going to see me like, man, that nerd really loves eating his fried chicken. Tell you like. what. Tell you what. Did you see Michael Hing walking out of that shop? He talks no, a bit about a bit of war. I tell you what, one of my favourite, favourite times was playing in Edinburgh, playing a game called, oh, no, no, I can't remember it, with Jordan Raskopoulos, Ronnie Chang, Lee Name, all the Axis of Awesome people, and, um, and it, it's like Mafia, but it's one of those game, like card game ones where you've got to figure out who's the snitch. Oh, man. Resistance is what it was called. Uh, oh, my okay. God. I loved that well, so much. Well, tell us your game recommendations. Uh, could be a few big games going over the weekend. In fact, there is a massive game happening over the weekend, Matt O'Kine. The mm. game of football, Adelaide Crows, Brisbane Lions, the AFLW Grand Final is taking place. Going to be chatting to sport journo Samantha Lane to uh, give us the uh, the tips See who we should be um, cheering for. I mean, the cities of Adelaide and Brisbane will be going off. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you'll be Brizzy. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm more interested in what they're going to be having at half time. Are they still doing the cut-up oranges or are we getting some Taiwanese fried chicken <laughs> up in the change rooms? Tell you what, you don't want to be eating anything too heavy when you're playing. So I remember playing a game of footy in Warrnambool and, and I had a couple of hash browns before I played. <laughs> I got home, I'm like, I'm not feeling good. Go and, and literally, and squirmy warning on this one, but literally run to the bathroom, vomit black. It was oh. disgusting. Dude, where did the black come from? Did you I eat the know. wrapper as well? What the hell's going on? Maybe I had an, had an ash brown. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. They were not brushed potatoes. They were not washed <laughs> potatoes, I'll tell you that much. They- that is it. They were flushed, though, by the end of things. Now, um... Before we do jump into it, I do want to say a big apology for those who uh, copped an eyeful of my dump truck yesterday as well with a little bit of a uh, video footage we put up. Doing some serious numbers, and it was very, very impressive, Alex Dyson. I have to say, the way there's one particular shot in which you are gyrating that booty and turning around, it is a sight for some extremely sore eyes. So please check it out (laughs) at matt.n.alex. Get on board if you uh, did miss it. Um, Shall we do a show? Shall we do a Friday pod? Let's get stuck in. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, from one clean skin to another, there has been a lot of tattoo chat in the news I've been noticing recently. I know. Even though Matt and I uh, have pure, unblemished skin, Mm. save a few moles and a... (laughs) Little bit of, little bit of booty fluff. Um, <laughs> what? 
Our skin is great, but we do like to keep, you know, abreast of the uh, the news when it comes to tattoos. They're fascinating. Body art, <clears throat> as it's as it's known, is fascinating stuff, Matt. Well, I've just noticed a few, a number of, uh, you know, stories popping up on the internet, and it all kicked off a couple of weeks ago when uh, you know the, the 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 nude women in Dubai. That story, no the models, models modeling on the on the balcony. Do you not remember? 40 women getting arrested for taking part in a nude photo shoot in Dubai. Oh, no. You didn't hear about this? No. Oh. Well, I guess we click on different things. And- <laughs> <laughs> we certainly do. It was, okay. It was well, a it's news. Stu- <laughs> News.com.au story. <laughs> no well, D if, if the news- in that one. <laughs> The news is in the title, <laughs> and it must be news. Um, no. So that that went on, and so yeah. it's been. So so uh, look, a lawyer, a Ukraine lawyer, got um got identified by her big tattoo, right? Thanks to social media, people noticing a d- distinctive tattoo on her hip and bum. Suddenly, they realise, oh my gosh, this lawyer is part of this photo shoot of forty women who who have been taken part in this nude photo shoot. It was like that mobster who was doing a cooking show and blurred his face, but had the tattoo showing. God. <laughs> Got well, done. That's the thing. Tattoos are bringing people undone. A female prison officer, which I uh, read about in the news yesterday, uh, was discovered for having a secret relationship with an inmate. Oh, this is right? very orange as the new black. Yeah, she she's in she's in jail now because people found a tattoo on her leg, right? That had the <laughs> the inmate's cell number. On her upper thigh. She had a tattoo, the inmate cell number on her now, upper thigh. Now, in America, they call your mobile phone your cell. I'm, I'm assuming <laughs> no, it's not no. to remember his phone number. It's literally where to find him in the jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was as a sign of a sign of affection, apparently. <laughs> don't prisoners get moved relatively <laughs> regularly? Hey, I don't know what happened to a thumbs up on Facebook. Like, I mean, that's <laughs> that's also a nice thing to do. You don't have to get someone's... Jail address, like tattooed <laughs> on your thigh. But anyways, now she's in jail for, I think, 10 months or so. Well, um, the question is, is he putting her number now on his thigh? <laughs> now, she'd have a cell number now, surely. <laughs> a his and hers cell number yeah. tattoo. Uh, that's very sweet. I don't know what he's done. Um, a new cell, who's this? Um <laughs> Mum, in a new, more tattoo news, okay, a mum on TikTok, right, has gone viral uh, on social media as uh, part of, taking part of a TikTok challenge. People said, what's your most meaningless tattoo? And this mum pulled up a a sleeve on her shirt and uh, there's like a, like a cartoonish style picture of a pirate cove with a giant rock that looks like a skull next to a palm tree. Yeah. Quite cartoonish, quite colourful. And she just says, I thought... My son drew this picture, but it was actually my son's friend who drew this picture. <laughs> so now she's just walking around with Kevin, age six. Some, you know, literally that's his name. His son's friend's name, Kevin. She's just got his, his, her, his tattoo, his got an picture original on her Kevin bicep. on her arm. Yeah. And of course, the la- the late latest um, tattoo news: Elon Musk's partner Grimes. Well, actually, why am I saying it like that? Yeah, that's, don't say that's that. That's what the news has said. I'm not going to say it like that. I knew okay, Grimes I apo- before I knew Elon. I apologize. I'm just reading what the news, the, the article says. Okay, so let's let's let's. I'm going to take that back. Grimes has revealed 
that she had very painful alien scars after getting her entire back tattooed. Okay, so she she shares a top a topless shot online to give from the a, back. A, yeah, to give fans of. <laughs> Not on nude.com.au. <laughs> to give her fans a glimpse of the new inking. Okay. Um, and this comes after she revealed early this year that she does have inspira- aspirations to move to Mars. Um, and so the, it's been done on her back. I saw the photo. It, look, it's done in white ink and it's it's just sort of lines all over her back. Yeah, it's a real it's a real web. It looks like kind of like a tree. It is, it is very impressive. I, I don't know. I don't know if I would get it tattooed. You know when you go to Splendor and they do like the the art that comes off after a few showers? Or, Bit of a um, henna. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But anyway, Grimes has said um, recently that she hopes to fly to Mars after she turns 50 to help set up a human colony there. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. There you go. Um, let's get some local tattoo news now with our local correspondent, Evan from Melbourne. Hello, Evan. Hey, how you going? Good, thanks, Evan. Now, uh, you messaged in to our, to our inbox uh, at matt.n.alex with a story that, honestly, didn't believe you at first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I guess to go from the start, um, one of my really good mates, Jake, proper Aussie battler, um, somehow got his hands on a tattoo gun. I know it's a bit of a black market for tattoo guns. Never knew about that. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> well, that's what you want. Good. A friend with no experience in their garage who's never used a tattoo gun before to uh, get to work on you. Right. So well, that, what that, happened? That's exactly us. Um, well, look, he he, he kind of dabbled in a few home jobs on himself, as you do. Um, Just, you so, know, on the legs or something? Yeah, so he's got one leg sleeve with like um, – <laughs> All these, like, with the strokes on there, Metallica, Jimi Hendrix, and the other leg is, like, the start of a home job tattoo sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> so one looks oh, really man. nice and crisp, and the rest are just, like, bits of green and red and with all of our Stick names figures on there, and stuff like that, yeah. yeah Mum, nice sort of could I have a leg tattoo sleeve? <laughs> no, we've got a leg tattoo sleeve at home. The leg tattoo <laughs> exactly, sleeve at home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Contrast from one to the other. <laughs> okay, so then what happened? Yeah, it gets better. So um, I was uh, visiting Sydney um, for the weekend and caught up with him for the night and it gets to 3 a.m. after a few Denzel Frothingtons and <laughs> he, pulls, he pulls out the, uh, the tattoo gun and says, uh, yep, can you, can you do my face? What? And I was like, I only he- did his back a little bit that night, but he's like, oh, can you, can you tattoo my face? And I was like... Where? And he's like, oh, right under my eye, like a cross or something. And what? Mind, oh, he's not, no, he's, Evan. He's not religious. He's not religious. No, so I'm like, I don't care about whether he's religious, you idiot. I'm talking I'm like, about the fact cross. you don't tattoo your mate's eye at 3 o'clock in the morning. I said, look, mate, I'm not, not that dumb. I'm not going to put a cross under your eye, but I'll I'll do the side of your eye and put some dots down, down your head. <laughs> we compromised and I put dots on the side of his head. <laughs> so, so um, there I am, a bit, bit shaky as you are at 3am and you had, had the gun out. And, um, Evan, so, have you yeah. ever tattooed before? <laughs> his leg. Okay, you've that practiced night. once on his leg. <laughs> yeah, a bit on his back, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, and did had you Googled, like, had you YouTubed, like, best tattoo technique or anything like that? Yeah, I, tatt- I, I YouTubed how to tattoo, but that really didn't help me <laughs> at all. <laughs> 
All right, Evan. Um, so that's what happened at 3 a.m. What happened yeah. 12 hours later at 3 p.m.? How did how did everything come out in the wash? Well, well he, he loved it. We, we woke up and he's in the mirror and he's got these, these jagged lines on the side of his head thinking he's the coolest. Wow. wow. Got some well, tags yeah. under his eyes. Goodness yeah, me. He, he might need a touch-up, but I'll do that next time I see him. <laughs> All right. Well, keep us posted. Um, Matt, you're in Sydney. If you, you ever need to practice your tattooing, we've got a live canvas for you if you need, by the sounds nah, of things. No, nah, I'm okay. Thank you very much. I'll, I'll stick to the uh, – I might hit up Grimes and get the alien back tat. Uh, until then, thanks so much, Evan. No problem, boys. Cheers. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. No, I feel a buzz. Alex Dyson, rude shock. Uh-oh. The worst kind of shock. Oh, it was very rude. I was uh, really taken by surprise, I'll tell you that much. What happened? Um, well, putting some rubbish in the bin, walk back through the apartment. Okay, so you're going, you're out to the wheelie, right? Down to the wheelie bin section, there's been a lot of flies around there as well. It's not good, right? So I'm holding my breath most of the way. I finally come back up, walking along the hallway of my building, mm. and uh, someone comes out, just general chit-chat, you know, oh, what's going on with the lift? Oh, it's still broken. <laughs> So-and-so got stuck in there twice on the weekend. Well, that's not good. Yep. Then, uh, then she drops a bit of this one on me. So uh, how much are you paying? Rent. If you don't mind me asking. Now we're close. Whoa. We're the, the whole week, the whole building is only 10, 10 units or whatever. So, you know, we all know each other. Mm-hmm. Feel comfortable and, discussing you know, that with uh, a casual acquaintance? Well, she's kind of like the manager of the building. Looks right. after everything, you know. So um, she owns anyway. It doesn't matter. I'm ready. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I do a little bit of, you Did know. Did she say, uh, how much are you paying, you chump? No. Did she? <laughs> did she... <laughs> Did yeah, she add I that on the end? I actually couldn't hear what she said because of the uh, money jangling in her pockets. <laughs> but, um, but uh, uh, did and, she get look, stuck in the lift? Did she use her um, franking credits to Jimmy the doors open? <laughs> so, so um, actually, the lift is broken because um, the last person who rode it simply just shot up out of the top and into space. <laughs> Because uh, I, I actually live in a chocolate factory um, by a rich, owned by a rich squillionaire. All right, we've milked that. Next one. <laughs> yep. So what happened? So look, I've been there for ten years, you know, and we've only had two rent rises. Right, ten pretty years. good. That's not bad. Ten years, right? Either you were going terribly ten years ago, and they were fleecing <laughs> you, or you should be on a pretty good wicket now. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So I say, why? You know, you're thinking of moving out. She says, yeah, look, I'm thinking about renting the apartment. I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's cool. That's interesting. Then she goes, so how much are you paying just so I know what to charge people? And I was like, well, you know, <laughs> been here for 10 years now. Only been two rent rises, so I'm paying such and such. Yep. And she goes. You're not willing to tell us, just, just the person. Well, I was... $680. I mean, it's just oh, fine. Yep. That's all right. And she goes, oh, you're joking. And I was like, yeah, you know, well, I've been here for 10 years, so it's yeah, they haven't really low. raised it much. And she goes, oh, well, it's just because I know the people down there are paying $650 and then the ones down there are paying six, uh, $630. And so, yeah, okay, I was just going to price it much lower because the market's, yeah it's, yeah, it's not good like that. So... Anyways, thanks for letting me know. 
And then she's like, do you want to move in here? And I was like... Yeah, shift down. And, and I was like, am I paying the most in my building? I'm literally paying the most in my building. I've been there longer than everyone. I thought I was on a good week. I've been walking around thinking that I am killing it. Old, like, oh, only two rent raises in 10 yeah. years. I've been getting fleeced from the start, mate. People are paying the same amount that I started on. Ten years ago. Yowch. Oh, yeah, you're telling That's me. That's a spicy And meatball. the bloody lift doesn't even work. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm using the stairs like a jump. Oh, at least there's heaps of flies around the bins. <laughs> Wow, well, what are you going to do? The, the save the $30 a week I bloody have been paying <laughs> over everyone else for the last 10 years and fix some freaking lips up in here. What are you going to do? Are you going to confront? I don't know. I don't know what to do. Are you going to move into the one a few doors down? I don't want to disrupt and I don't want to move down. I, look, my back can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's a few doors down, my back just simply won't won't do it. Look, at least you can talk to your landlords, okay, and see if you can get private use of their Threadbow chalet (laughs) (laughs) that you've been paying for. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. She's like, oh, yeah, I know the guys next door, they pay $6.50, but the owner installed air conditioning the other year. I was like, what? (laughs) Ah! Sweating from my bin run, just going into my hot, stinking apartment. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, so I don't know what the talkback can be here. Rent rorts, that's my thought. What are you, What were you, What have you found out? What's <laughs> rent realities or something? Oh, where have you been fleeced for a decade? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Well, Matt O'Kine, for the first time in two years, the two best teams in the AFLW comp will be going at it in the AFLW Grand Final. And for a bit of pre-match chat, we're going to chat to someone who has literally written the book on AFLW, Samantha Lane, commentator, journalist, and author of the book Raw, the stories behind AFLW, a movement bigger than sport, joins us right now. Hello, Sam Lane. Hello, and are we ready for a bit of a rev up because the countdown is on. The big match at Adelaide Oval. I know Adelaide is going absolutely bonkers. They sold 10,000 tickets in one hour and aiming for that 40,000 capacity. So um, oh. I don't know. I, I, I'm pumped and it's it's um, probably way too early to be to be totally overexcited. Well, I don't think so because I feel the, it's at fever pitch because... <laughs> It got missed last year. The grand final had to be called off. It was right in the thick of uh, the pandemic hitting everywhere. And so I think everyone's just extra ready for it. Are you feeling that? Yeah, I think you're right. And look, to be honest, a bit of makeup because we saw the AFL in a serious way move heaven and earth to get the AFL men's season away on reflection. And it felt brutal at the time. But we were all in a, a, a pandemic panic, not knowing what was going to be happening with our lives. But I think they pulled the wrong rein in actually pulling the plug 
on the AFLW season. It meant that in the fourth year of this infant competition, we were left without a, a finale, uh, left without a premier, and simply uh, didn't see the same thing happen in the men's. In fact, we saw hubs and all sorts of uh, money and effort and time uh, and overextension happened to get the men's away. The same effort didn't happen for the women's. And, and to be honest, I, I know from talking to players and people closely involved with AFLW, it did leave a bit of taste in, in the mouth. So absolutely, on that very serious note, we're, we're making up for lost time well and truly on Saturday. Well, look, both sides are coming into it with uh, very even records for the year, eight and two win losses, both of them. Um, but Adelaide's captain, uh, Chelsea Randall, Sam, mm. is is missing out on their final. Can you talk to us about why that's happening? She is, and uh, she is one of the most loved and respected and best players in the competition. She is just a jet, Chelsea Randall, and one of those ones, that, like on the field, she is just a, a weapon, but off field, she is, you know, soft and gentle and thoughtful and absolutely gorgeous. So it's, like, it's like Alex Dyson, you know what I mean? Like on this show, absolute a weapon. weapon. <laughs> Don't you love a weapon in your life? Um, basically, a nice one, of course, like a peacemaking weapon. But yeah. Chelsea, um, yeah, she was concussed in a really brutal uh, clash with a Melbourne player, um, a Eliza um, McNamara last week in a prelim final. It left them both concussed, but there is this new protocol in the AFL, which means that if you're concussed, you are simply not allowed to play for 12 days. So what that means is that Chelsea Randall is the first case in the entire history of elite Australian rules footy who is going to miss an Aussie Rules elite level grand final because of this new protocol. If it had happened to, you know, Patrick Dangerfield in the lead up to a grand final uh, this year, uh, he would be ruled out. I wonder if clubs and players um, would challenge it. In the case of Chelsea Randall, um, she has not. In fact, what she's done is done an incredible video. She's, She's a captain of the Adelaide Footy club, so you know she is a, a luminary and a leader. But she she spoke just a couple of days ago in a video, just saying, "Look, I saw a man uh, die on the footy field because of a head knock. I need to be a leader. Life beyond the field is is more important. I accept the rules. I know it's important, and so I'll be I'll be a centre half bench." This week, she'll be sitting on the bench mm. with her team. But it, it's a really sad story. I think the effect it will have on field for Adelaide is significant and it really could be the difference between uh, their third premiership or Brisbane's first. But on the other hand, I really do sense this this um, very emotional uh, rallying of the Adelaide team to go, my gosh, how lucky are we that we're going to play and we will play for Chelsea. Yeah, that's it. And it can't be understated uh, the impact that she would have had through the season and getting the team to the big dance on uh, this weekend. And you're going to be uh, riding the boundary for the Channel 7 coverage of the grand final tomorrow, Sam. Uh, Can you tell us how do you cope with the atmosphere and the the live crosses when it is is the biggest day in the uh, AFLW calendar? It's a great question. Um, it's thrills and skills, I find, and I absolutely love it. I've been very, very lucky that from the very first game of AFLW, which Channel 7 broadcast in February 2017, I've had literally a front row 
view of this game-changing, culture-changing and just inspiring and inspired uh, competition. And to be able to speak to the players and coaches in the heat of the moments, you know, whether they're sad or just um, absolutely ecstatic, is is wonderful. I can't say that it's always word perfect as a boundary writer. (laughs) 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 I've had plenty of um, issues along those lines, but um, truly, um, you know, I've covered... AFL, I've done men's um, on telling in print, in radio and podcasts for um, probably the best part of my life. And I, this is my very, very happiest place in footy. I absolutely love it. I love when watching sports a side effect of your job as well. <laughs> I'm always jealous of like the police who are sitting and, you know, keeping care of the ground, but get to watch the footy as well. It's such a great <laughs> yes. spot to have a seat. It is. So Sam, I mean, you get to, yeah. you get to see the game while it's happening. What happens afterwards? Is there an after party? Ooh, I mean, now we're do you, into do it. you get yes. invited to these things? And because I, I always imagine, <sighs> you know, as a drama student, Sam, you do <laughs> yes. a play, the last play sure. of the season. You, yeah, you you, you, you party, but you haven't been. Your body hasn't been, you know, bashed around for three hours. What, what's it? What's it like? Sure. Um, well, you know, we were talking about weapons before. I think all the good weapons come out after after the game too. Look, and if you don't mind, I'll I'll take you back to um, the very first AFLW Grand Final, and that was actually in, in on the Gold Coast. Adelaide won. Beck Goddard was the first um, AFLW Premiership coach. Beck um, is a legend, full stop, and I really feel for her as you know her old team um, will take to the field and become potentially a dynasty with having three flags on on Saturday. But Beck at the time was the coach; she was the victorious coach. I was invited to the Crows after party. It was in this crazy little like. Um, sort of golf motel kind of, <laughs> uh, I don't know, weird kind of place. I don't know where uh, we were. But I hope they the kept the buggies locked up pretty tightly. <laughs> oh, I would hate to be your own road at the golf course at that instance. There were, there were no buggies, but we were in this sort of fully timber room. It was like being in a sauna, but a bit bigger and no heat. And it was the team. It was like Beck. It was some administrators, families, but it was actually excellent because there were no bells and whistles. It was just like everyone absolutely having a blast and it was really intimate. Beck cracked the espresso martinis. She sang a song. Um, (laughs) You know, the chairman um, got up and said, we have a moral responsibility to get this competition right. So there was like serious, there was, you know, absolutely (laughs) sensational. And I remember just leaving going, did that really happen? And that is not because I might have had, not an espresso martini, but I think I might have had a couple of bubbly drinks. And um, anyway, it was a night to remember. In terms of this, Saturday night, um, you know, we know we're going to be in Adelaide. I, I, I won't lie, I've hit a few um, colleagues up already who are from Adelaide and said, right, what are you organising? And uh, there is a movement and I'll say that it's quite a collegiate one. So um, all media outlets and I think we'll all get together and um, and as long as there's a beer in a hot chip, um, <laughs> I've got to say I'm a, I'm a happy customer. Oh, oh it sounds amazing, pretty good. Sam. I saw that uh, the Collingwood team, after they narrowly lost the preliminary final, went round on yep. Mad Monday to Aussie artist G Flip's house and had a bit yep. of karaoke there. So maybe <laughs> if Adelaide take it out there, Mad Monday, surely at the Hilltop Hoods, I'm sure they'd put oh, on a bit yeah, of karaoke. Up in the hills, yeah. there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> All right. We should so- do that. We should do that. And hey, G Flip is the pre-match entertainment. So make sure if you can't get to the Adelaide Oval and get 
your tickets on Ticketek, it is not too late. We've got to get to 40,000 capacity. But if you can't get there, tune into Channel 7, uh, watch us, watch G-Flip, and it'll be live, free, and on your telly with clear air. It is not clashing with any other elite uh, AFL men's, men's game this weekend, and there is only one women's game left, so get involved. Oh, brilliant, Sam. Thank you so much. We can't wait to check it out. And uh, we will see you again next time. Enjoy the after party. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my watch says it's last last drinks on a Friday, Matt O'Kine. It must be oh. time for some Matt and Alex all-day breakfast leftovers. Yeah, T-G-I-F-L-O's. Uh, thank God it's Friday leftovers. Let's check the fridge for what we can never actually get to consume throughout the week. You guys send us so many messages at matt.n.alex that we want to be able to reply to them all, but we can't. So sometimes we give you a call back. Sometimes we play them in audio message form. And on days like today, when it gets the end of the week... We read them out. Absolutely. Thank you, Christina, for your message was on the topic of um, teacher's art that you did. I told a story of Woods in school <laughs> trying to make felt out of lint from the dryer, mainly full of pubes. But uh, Christina said, talking about teacher stories, I had a teacher in high school that provided many memorable moments. My favourite was we were sitting in French class and all of a sudden a timer goes off. Abruptly, the teacher picks up all her stuff and walks out of the classroom. We found out a few days later it was an egg timer she used for her parking spot. She left to move, move her car. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Last dismissed. <laughs> yeah. Ellie texted in and said, Alex needs a wedge-ucation. Oh, come wow. on. Wow. Okay, well, that's something to do with our, um, our big World War wedge dilemma. <laughs> that was, that that was a, it's been a week. big week in, uh, in wedges. And it's been interesting because people have been tagging us in like doing experiments in the sour cream and dipping the thing. And I, I must admit, I was like looking at that. I'm like, oh, that sour cream does look a bit thicker than I thought. And I was thinking like, maybe I was thinking about Greek yogurt when I was thinking about how, <laughs> how thick sour cream was. I'm like, maybe, maybe that's what I was thinking yeah. of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm so confused by how you thought that that was supposed to work. Anyways, anyway, um, uh, Georgia, thank you for your message. Although, it's trying to, I think she, Georgia's found a conspiracy here, saying calling out that the segment Insiders has just a single anonymous person, which tells us all the gossip from the different professions. Now, Georgia, no. I can confirm that is not true. We talk to different people, and when we talk to them. We can tell their voice sound very different. Uh, it's just the uh, special vocal effects to hide their identity, which would sound the same week by week. Yes, that's it. We have we do not we do not know someone who has been a paramedic, a real estate agent, <laughs> a doctor, a you know teacher, all that stuff. Um, but keep your insiders coming in. By the way, if you if you're a part of any industry, just let us know and, and we'll chat to you on an insiders one day. And that's the thing: we're so good at hiding your voice that people think it's the same person every single week. Absolutely right. Uh, I got a comment here from Lobo Chewy on Instagram. Now this is a comment underneath the video of me uh, throwing it back. Uh, in front of a Navy ship, <laughs> I just found. I mean, there's a lot of great comments. I mean, Ash London said this video made me pregnant again. Um, yeah. Congratulations <laughs> to, to Ash, Ash for announcing her pregnancy this week. But um, Lobo Chewy just said, "What is happening before, during, and after the intercourse session that produces people like this kid for real?" <laughs> 
<laughs> Lobo, leave my parents out of this, please. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, look, Sam has texted in. Uh, Mr. Sam W said, I will get a Matt and Alex all-day breakfast tramp stamp. Well, he's used the word tramp. They've used the word tramp stamp. I don't, I, I don't know if that's appropriate anymore, is it? It's not appropriate, is it? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Well, that's, anyways... The back tat. Have they changed the name for the movie Lady and the Tramp? I don't know what. I, it feels like it's a dated term. I don't. I feel like I will get tr- in trouble for using it. So I don't know. Anyways, Sam will get one for a Matt and Alex all day breakfast, all day robe. Okay, so we have we have a contender Sam. here. Sam, <laughs> hit, hit us up, proper. You got to watch what you Send say. Send through Sam. your number. <laughs> Send through your number. And finally, look, we really regret. Uh, putting this leftover out there, as you know, we do endeavour every Friday to make it a feces free Friday. But uh, Mark <laughs> has uh, ruined it by saying <laughs> um, uh, the episode with Justine Schofield, someone farted at 15 minutes and 17 seconds. Uh, feces free Friday is ruined. Now, Mark, we've tracked that down. Thank you for being specific about when that happened. We've got the audio that you claim. Is a fart. I haven't listened back to this. This is it. This is what uh, it sounded like. Do you have the everyday gourmet <laughs> bloopers where they the editing suite cuts all together all the disasters that don't make television? They have so much juicy stuff. If that ever gets out there, I'm going to be in trouble because there's so <laughs> much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've isolated what what he's claiming is a fart. I'm going to be in trouble because there's so much. <laughs> okay. Right after, sounds... she, right after Justine said all that juicy stuff as well. It was really poorly timed. I, I'm pretty sure that was a chair. I'm moving my well, chair. Well, I'm going to rock on my chair. Yeah. Bron, Bron, you're, you're a silent assassin behind the uh, mics here. <laughs> but deadly. Is it, is it, can you sit on your chair? Because it might have been you. No, my mic's usually off during the interviews. Oh. Yep, no, you've got a silent chair. Well, maybe it was Justine's. Uh, it was Justine's chair. All right. Yeah, okay. So I'm sure it was Justine's it. chair. Um, from now on, we're only accepting um, phantom fart call-outs on non-Friday shows. But um, <laughs> thank you very much, regardless, Mark, for getting in touch. And it does bring us, Matthew, to the end of another fun week of all-day breakfast. Yeah, it's been such an awesome time hanging out with you guys. Thank you to everyone who's gotten behind our, uh, uh, you know, chosen, chosen sides in the uh, World War Wedges debate. We don't like fence sitters, um, so we like the fact that people dove into that poll and the right outcome came. 75% people in Australia believing sour cream first. All righty. Well, let's move it on and we'll catch you on Monday whenever you like, such as the beauty of this on-demand service. Go the Brisbane Lions coming up in the AFLW Grand Final this weekend. Breakfast Kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au Listener